Sam, are we talking about heavy metal music today? I'm taking you back. Uh, We're going to talk about heavy metals in our body. (laughs) I love it. Let's do it. Hi, I'm Cam, holistic health coach, mom to two humans and four pets. Hi, I'm Amelia, laboratory scientist by day and food scientist by night. Welcome to our show. Join us as we share our holistic approach to life after 50. You can expect real life stories with a dash of humor and a ton of truth. If it happens in midlife, we're going to talk about it. So hit that subscribe button and follow along. We're the Midlife Mamas. Hi, welcome back to the podcast. We are going to talk about a heavy metal detox today. What in the heck? Why are heavy metals in our bodies? And why should we get them out? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I just thought it was great that Cam suggested we do our intro. We always try to do something fun with heavy metal music. And we're kind of <laughs> teenagers from the 80s. So yeah, it went right up there. Um, that's not my genre typically, but I am very interested to hear about heavy metal detox. Yeah. So what in the world are heavy metals? Why don't you tell us, Miss Scientist? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So heavy metals are um, defined as metals or metalloids with high densities. And what does that mean? It's just basically like what the atomic weight is, but you will know them because these are familiar words um, in the vernacular or whatever, in casual culture, lead, nickel, chromium, mercury, cadmium, thallium, or a metalloid such as arsenic. And arsenic we know is poison. Um, So all of these things in large amounts can be quite toxic to our bodies. Yeah. So let's talk about Erin Brockovich for a minute. What was her story? Yeah. So I don't know if any of our listeners have seen the movie, but I've seen the movie with Julia Roberts. It's quite old now, but that movie was around uh, an attorney. Well, actually, I don't think she was an attorney to start Erin Brockovich, but she was hired on as a legal assistant to an attorney. And it turns out that a whole lot of people that lived around a, I want to say a power plant, ended up getting cancer. And there were lots of different kinds of cancers. I think there may have been some birth defects involved and just all of this weird symptoms that nobody really, they couldn't collate into one thing. And it was trivalent chromium poisoning. And so anyway, if you haven't watched that movie, I think it's from the nineties. After you listen to this episode, go back because this is some nasty crap to get to, to leave in your body. <laughs> yeah, a- absolutely. So that's what that is. So now how in the world did it get in our bodies? So there's lots of sources for heavy metal, but most common you would hear about is fish. So I do know the larger the fish, the more contaminated the fish may be. And as a, f- a former tuna eater a lot, <laughs> so that's a that's definitely a source of, let's say, mercury because it's a bigger fish. And sea bass is another one. Trying to think of some other ones that are big like that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So these these um, heavy metals get trapped in the bodies of these fish um, through pollution, and then when you eat their body, it basically transfers to you. And so I just want to kind of go back for a quick second. I know this isn't you know maybe not interesting to everybody, but heavy metals can do a lot of damage to the cells in your body, to the individual cells. It can cause the membranes to be damaged. It can cause the DNA to be damaged. And the DNA is your genetic material. Um, And it can disrupt protein function and inhibit enzymatic pathways. So we've talked on the podcast before about the chemical messengers in your body, the hormones. So it sounds to me like heavy metals can disrupt 
disrupt almost every bodily function in your body. Yeah. And I always think about brain. I always feel Mm -hmm. like when I hear about heavy metals or like lead poisoning and kids, you know, kids, it's always related to the brain part. So I'm sure that that's involved in what you just said too. Oh oh, yeah, absolutely. Because in the research I did, um, the just a side note, the world health organization actually publishes yearly, um, the acceptable levels of these heavy metals, but they can, the heavy metals can disrupt all your systems, your gastrointestinal, your respiratory, your cardiovascular, reproductive. That movie actually, I think, talked about some women who had miscarriages, um, but neurologic. And so also, you know, obviously your brain is part of your neurology. So I think, um, you know, there's some some super bad stuff, Cam, but yeah, you know, have an impaired brain function. None of us want that. <laughs> no, no, I know. Is it, is it menopause or is it heavy metals? Like what right, is it? <laughs> right. Yeah. Let's eliminate the risk of heavy metals, but you know, there's some other places we can find heavy metals besides fish, right? Oh yeah. So now uh, your dental fillings. <laughs> so I was married to a dentist for 20 years and they use mercury as one of the, in the silver fillings. That's one of the ingredients. So yeah, <laughs> that's mm. one. And then food, like your vegetables, especially if they've been um, sprayed with any kind of pesticide. So lettuces, spinach, rice, eggs, any food like that that's been sprayed. That's another source of heavy metal. (laughs) Yeah. And you might not know, right? So, you know, I mean, there's been such a big push to... Uh, for vegetables to be pesticide free or whatever, but you really don't know. So we really should be washing our food, which we already know. But there's also contaminants in, in, in the environment, and these are pollutants that we might not know about. So uh, this is a really serious concern for a lot of reasons. Some of it we can prevent exposure, and some of it it's going to be pretty tough to detect. Right. So water is another source. So filtered water is important. And even then, uh, you know, I lived in old houses for many years. Mm -hmm. We did have reverse osmosis in some of the houses, but not in all the houses. So what are the pipes made out of? (laughs) What is that doing to your water? What are you drinking? Who knows? (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. And you mentioned lead poisoning in in kids, Cam. That was most of the time from paint. Mm. So if you live in an older home that has layers and layers of paint, that might be a source of contamination. Um, So yeah, there's just, it's almost limitless the number of places where you can be uh, affected by this, but you have to do the best you can. One that I found really interested is some pigments include pigments and cosmetics can Mm -hmm. be contaminated with heavy metals. So be very careful. I know you are, Cam, you only, uh, you're, you're great about what you put on your skin, but we have to remember that it's not just what we put in our bodies, but what, what we put on our skin, our skin is our largest organ. So that's a risk as well. Yeah. And I, I read about the cosmetics and I do scan most of my things just trying to clean it up, but this is a new, new habit. Like not, what about the other, you know, 45 years before, (laughs) you know? Um, but the coloring in the cosmetics is what I read about. I don't know if you came across that research too. I sure sure did. And the, and the last one is really interesting. I don't have a whole lot of information beyond they, it said electronic devices can actually cause. uh, Are we eating them? What are we doing? I'm not sure about that. I'm not sure about that. I didn't go delve deep into it. I guess I was just kind of floored at the number of places where we could be exposed to heavy metals. Yeah. And so we're going to get into the protocol because I'm actually on a heavy metal detox at the moment. One of the supplements I'm taking that by my naturopath doctor gave me was a fiber. Um, And I read the fiber label today and guess what it says on there? 
What? Warning, this may contain lead. And I was like, are you kidding? Oh, my <laughs> this gosh. Is a you know how California has extra labeling on yes, their products? Yes. Have you ever noticed that? Well, I would encourage you to read the label a little bit closer because my fiber that I'm taking from my naturopath for this heavy metal detox might have lead in it. I was like, what is happening here? <laughs> yeah, that's pretty crazy. I, I Yeah. I don't even know what to say about that. I, I, I don't even know what to say about that either. I was like, what is happening? So... Yeah. So we've talked about the sources. So what are some of the symptoms? Like how do you, you know, what, what, how does this show up in your body? Right. So there are a lot and some of it can be indicative of lots of things wrong. So the ones I found were abdominal pain, diarrhea. This one was really interesting to me, scratchy or itchy throat oh. or weak or weakness. And uh-huh. so, you know, I think I, I still, I keep going back to that Aaron Brockovich movie because it, the symptoms were so diverse. And of course, these people were in acute toxicity. Like they had been exposed. Uh, I say acute, maybe it was more chronic and it was just an accumulation of the chromium toxicity. But, you know, that's the way this happened is these heavy metals build up in your body. Hence, you need the detox. So some of the symptoms may be a little bit nebulous and it may not be obvious that there's something really wrong here. Interesting. And so also included like abnormal heartbeat. I've had that before, but that's also yeah. a sign of menopause. So yeah, like, you exactly. know, uh, anemia is interesting. I have several clients right now that are working with low iron. So that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Memory loss. That's what I remember. Memory loss. Um, you know, you always hear about kids and lead poisoning. And when you buy a house, they always have you sign off on the dic- disclosure, whether there's lead pain in the house or not. And I feel like that was in the 70s. Do you know yeah. if that's true? I th- yeah, yeah, I, I was think like so. In the 70s. And, be- and before. Um, and also um, kidney and liver damage. So I think if we think about this in terms of just like your, your example with the fish cam, these heavy metals will accumulate in your body, in your organs and cause them to stop functioning. So your heart, your brain, your liver, your kidney, all of which we need for life. If we have large deposits accumulating over time of these heavy metals, they stop working right. Yeah, that's yeah, not good. <laughs> it's not, it's not, not good. good. Yeah. So my personal story is like, how in the world did I even get here? Um, I had an expanded blood test done by my functional med doctor. And there was one, it was a cardiac, like it was expanded. It it had the thyroid, but it was an expanded heart that I've never done before. And there's a test called TMAO. Do you know anything about that test? I don't. I don't. I'm not familiar (laughs) with that one. Okay. So that particular test is uh, a way to um, assess like heart attack and stroke risk. Mm, Okay. Uh, And it came back yellow. So on this test, it was like, you know, green, you're good to go, yellow, and then red. So it was yellow. So we had a little conversation. She said, I'm not too worried about this. You know, this could be high because maybe you ate fish before you took the test. It was a blood test. Okay. And then we started talking and um, I have a history of not eating meat and then only eating fish (laughs) for many, 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 many years. And then I was also married to a dentist for 20 years. So who knows if I was contaminated with the mercury from the fillings? I I don't Mm. know. Okay. Um, So anyway, those things combined, she's like, well, because of your history, let's, you know, go ahead and do this, this expanded, um, my heavy metal test. <laughs> yeah. So the way like, this went down. Hold on. Let me just interject real quick. I did a quick look and this, uh, this came from Cleveland clinic. This is that's um, where it's from. Yeah. Trimethylene in oxide and it's a metabolite derived from gut bacteria. 
can powerfully predict future risk of heart attack, stroke, and death in patients who appear to be otherwise healthy. So apparently this is kind of a new test. This was published um, was published back in 2015, and it goes into a whole lot of things that are not going to be interesting to, to our listeners, but I will probably go back and read this with my science nerdiness. But it does sound like it's something relatively new in the last 10 years, so glad to know it's out there. Yeah, the the test was amazing. It was called the Cleveland Heart Lab, and it was an expanded mm-hmm, blood right. test. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it had all kinds of markers. It was really neat. Also, it did the size of your particles and your cholesterol and, oh, you yeah. know, Yeah, so that was really exciting, too, to get all that data. (laughs) But this particular test came back yellow. It's just, you know, after a conversation, we decided to move on. So I wanted to tell you a little bit about the test. And I I don't know if there's other tests, but this is what I did. Um, So it's a urine urine test. So that means they're going to test the urine for heavy metals. So there's a pretest. So you collect your urine without taking these special pills. <laughs> and that's your pretest. And then you take these pills and it's something called DMSA, which is a compounded pill I had to get from the compounded pharmacy. And what this pill does is it chelates your cells. So it pulls the heavy metals out of your cells and then you basically pee it out. So then you collect your urine for six more hours and then you have a post-test. So you have pretest, what was in your urine before, and then these pills, what did it pull out? <laughs> and so you have a before and after, if you will, right. in just one day. Yeah. Uh-huh. That is super interesting. And you you mentioned this. This is a word that, you know, again, science geeks like me and like to use. <laughs> Chelating is literally what you said. So it provides a substrate or a substance for these heavy metals to attach to. So once it pulls the heavy metals out of the cells, the stuff in the pill actually binds to the heavy metal so that you can then excrete it. And that's really common form of detox. I think there's other types of detox that have the very similar effects where it pulls something out, binds to it, and then you excrete it either in poop or urine. That's generally the way it works. Or sweat. In this case, yeah, too, that, sweat yeah, is another yeah. Uh, yeah, another thing. And the interesting thing about it, you can also – there's charcoal that also – so mm-hmm. she pr- prescribed this. But the thing about it that I'm finding challenging is timing your meals – timing your other supplements because it's pulling all things out. And so <laughs> so the way it works is the protocol, I'm doing two rounds of the protocol. So I'm three days on and 11 days off. And the three days on, I'm taking up to nine of these DMSA pills throughout the day between my meals. <laughs> and then the other part of the protocol includes, includes a lot of glutathione and vitamin C to support my immune system while this is happening because I mean, I kind of feel like it's violent. I don't know if that's true or not. It but sounds it just, violent. It, it, feel, yeah. it sounds like it would be. Now, I always take glutathione, but I've never taken this much glutathione. And I really honestly take vitamin C sometimes in the winter. So, right, so right. I'm taking things that I'm not normally taking. And then in the morning, there's a breakfast shake that has different vitamins in it. And then this fiber that might have lead in it is part of the morning protocol because making sure you go to the bathroom is super important. So you're pulling the stuff out. You need to make sure it leaves. <laughs> mm-hmm, absolutely. So how have you felt? Like, has it made you made you feel nauseated or tired or anything like that? There was one day I felt nauseous for a minute. Um, I feel really tired. Well, today I feel tired. The last two days I've been tired. There was one day I felt amazing. I was like, this is amazing. I'm so great. Um, but I just feel really inflamed and I feel puffy. Oh, okay. um, and I have 
and I have thyroid. So like, for example, I think I've shared the story when I tried to do a fast with my husband. I don't know if it was a one or two day fast. And I like literally was bloated. And I was like, this is horrible. That's kind of how I feel. Now okay. I'm eating, but th- that's what my body does under on, under stress. It bloats out. So I feel really bloated. The scale's gone up a couple pounds, which makes no sense <laughs> because I'm, I feel like I'm eating less actually right now. Just it's time. It's timing meals is interesting. So yeah, that's what's going on. I feel a little so, spacey. <laughs> oh, I, I can uh-huh. understand that. So go back to the feeling inflamed. Are there other symptoms besides feeling bloated? Like what, what does it mean to feel inflamed? I just feel puffy. Like I can see okay. it in the mirror. Like my face feels puffy. Um, I just feel a little puffy. It it reminds me of when I go out to eat a lot oh, yeah. <laughs> and I get inflammatory oils at the restaurant. That's how I feel. Or it reminds me of the time I fasted with my husband, which I will never do again. <laughs> so it just feels like that. Um, and I know it's temporary. Uh, like I said, I'm going through two cycles. So I've done the three days of the pills. Mm-hmm. So now I'm in the 11 day off cycle. And during the off cycle, I'm doing like still vitamin C, still glutathione. And then there's this mineral supplement. Um, so I think like she's just trying to like replace whatever, <laughs> whatever right. she's pulled out in the three days. So, so that's, what, she, that's what's going did, on. <laughs> did your doctor tell you to expect anything? Did she tell you that you might feel this way or give you any like... I don't know. Um, I know there's like a three-page protocol. And one of the pages talked about some people have a response on the third day when the mercury starts to move on the third day of taking these compounded pills. I And maybe rashes. And I did not experience that. So, And I would say the fourth day, so the day after I stopped taking the pills, I fought, felt amazing. But now the last two days, I'm just really tired. <laughs> so I don't know what's going on. I'm just experiencing it all. <laughs> that is really wild. I had another qu- Oh, are you peeing and pooping more than you normally would? Um, I would say the pee is more and the poop is not always the more. So I'm oh, got to keep the fiber going. I know yeah. this is very okay. interesting. Were there any foods that they said even on your off days that you cannot have? Yeah, I'm fish free for a month. Oh, <laughs> so Okay. All right. But other than that, any plant foods that you're not allowed to have? Everything's fine. So no fish oil. So I'm, my skin feels really dry. That's another yeah. weird thing that I've noticed. So maybe that's why I'm inflamed because I'm not taking the omega-3s. It could okay. be a combo. Yeah. So no omega-3s and no fish <laughs> for a month. <laughs> so makes me sad. And, and so tell me again where you are on this and how much more you have to go. I feel like I'm on day number seven or eight and okay. I have like 30. So I've got oh. a ways to go. <laughs> yeah, you definitely have a ways to go. So you've already done one of the three-day pill thing, and now you're in the off, and then you've got to do another set of the three-day pill thing and then another set of the off. Yes. So this is an um, emerging story. <laughs> Let's see That's what's happening. That's really awesome. And then do you have to do the urine test again once you complete the regimen? So my science brain says that, but when my heavy metals came back, they were in the yellow um, from the heavy metal test. And so she's like, I don't know if we need to retest it. Oh, I see. So I, I so she's being kind with my po- pocketbook, but <laughs> I would also like to be curious, like, did it work? <laughs> like what's right, happening? Right, right. Something's happening. Yeah. <laughs> and what about, did she say this should be an annual test? Like, should people do this every year or every six months or every five years, anything like that? 
I can't imagine going every six months. And she did not mention that. I will make sure when I have a follow-up appointment what's next because I could see that we're exposed to it and we, we probably all have it in our in our system. But mine maybe was elevated enough for her to act. Now, when I went to get the supplements from the place, the lady that was helping me, she had to go through five cycles of this heavy metal detox. So I feel gracious that mine's only two cycles. Yeah. Wow. Right? Wow. So basically, the number of cycles that you have to go through depends on the results of the test. Sounds like it. Yeah. Okay. okay. I would just say, like, I feel like I'm missing nutrients. That's how I would describe it. Mm. I feel inflamed and I feel like I'm not getting the nutrients that I normally get. That's how I feel. <laughs> well, well, do you think that you're missing things because of the timing of foods and you're not eating enough? Or do you think that the agents, those pills that have the chelating agent is pulling the nutrients out? I feel like it was being pulled out. And I think okay. the 11 days is to rebuild yourself gotcha. before you go back in for another three days. That's my imp- that's my impression. <laughs> it's not science. It's my and how about your workouts? Are your are you doing the same amount of workout that you did before? Yeah, I'm still strength training twice a day. We're going to go for a walk this afternoon. I am doing more sauna because uh, infrared sauna is one of the the ways to get it out of your body. So I'm getting in there and sweating it all out oh, as much as I can. Idea. Yeah, I actually went to the sauna yesterday for the first time because I don't have one in my home. I have to go to a, a business and it felt so good. And sometimes it doesn't feel as warm, but yesterday it felt the perfect temperature and I was just soaking it in. It was amazing. So, and you know, I've heard, and maybe you can verify this, that if you go into the infrared sauna regularly, you begin to sweat faster than if you just do it periodically. Because I don't sweat immediately. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. I'm really yeah. interested. I don't know. Sometimes I work out and then I get in there and sometimes I'll turn it on and heat like heat up with it. Or sometimes it'll be on and it's hot. So I haven't really tested that. That's interesting. <laughs> but I, I'm sweating a lot. <laughs> well, this lady who used to um, be the manager of this business where I go, I said something to her. I was like, I think it was after the first or second time I had been. I was like, you know, I really didn't sweat until the very end. It was very little. And she was like, oh, well, your body has to get used to it by the time you come regularly. And she didn't give me a time frame, she's like, yeah, you'll basically open the door. And once you sit down, you'll start sweating. <laughs> but that just never happened to me. But then again, I only go I can go months without going at all. Right now, I'm trying to go at least once a week. But I think the sauna is great. And not just for detoxing for heavy metals, but for detoxing other things as well. Totally. And also, it's like a healthy stress. And it actually is similar to a cardio workout. So if you don't want to do cardio, just head to the sauna and get your well, heart rate up exactly. that way. Exactly. So yesterday, all I did was all I did, I walked. I mean, it wasn't totally vigorous, but I mean, you know, it was a walk. And so, yeah, I went to I went to the to the sauna and really enjoyed that. I mean, now that we're talking about detox, we got a few minutes left. Um, you know, there's other ways you can detox. I mean, clearly, if you if you want to detox from alcohol, you can stop drinking and increase your water. And I actually have heard that beets are really good at detoxing your liver. And so I try to, especially because it's beet season um, and I'm a food person. So I literally ate beets last night more because I love them. But there's some things like I love a roasted uh, dandelion root tea, which is also purported to have detox effects. So there's lots of things you can do to detox your body, even if you don't have the resources at the moment to go through the whole heavy metal detox thing. 
hundred percent. And another one I would add on there for your liver is a castor oil pack on your liver, which is super affordable. That's amazing. And I did do that one day this week because I'm intuitively, I'm like, I need this. So Mm -hmm. I'll probably be more diligent about it this upcoming week, um, using the castor oil pack on my liver overnight. So helps you go to the bathroom too. That's a a really good one because your liver to a large extent and your kidneys to a lesser extent are your detox organs besides your skin. But I mean, like those Mm -hmm. internal things. So yeah, so that's a great, I had forgotten about that. We've done like a whole episode on that before. (laughs) Maybe not on castor oil the whole episode, but we've mentioned it several times. Yeah. I go through cycles where I use it often. I just intuitively, yes or no, is it right for me right now? And I I feel like it is right now. I need extra love there. (laughs) But beets is another way to love on your liver and dandelion tea. Those are great. Those are great suggestions for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Is there anything else you can think of that we need to discuss about heavy metals specifically or less specifically about detox? You know, I just would be curious if you feel like something's off, I would follow that thread and ask questions and do research. But I won't go, don't go around the rabbit hole of Google. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, don't do that to yourself. But if you feel like something's off, then find someone you can talk to for sure. That's what I would say. Yeah, absolutely. And we can't plug this enough. We do it all the time. You know, a functional medicine provider in your area, someone that actually is tuned in to these, I'll say esoteric tests only because they're not super common. It's not that they're out there weird. It's just that your normal general practitioner might not be looking, especially in an asymptomatic person, for these things to be to be tested. But it's important because I think in the long run, you're going to be the better off for it. I took this, my case to my um, functional medicine or my functional nutrition group. And the group said, the two guys that lead the group, they're like, yeah, a regular doctor would not do anything about this. Oh, okay. And so- yeah, very common. They wouldn't even know to test it, actually. So anyway, it was just something that came up yellow on a, on a different kind of test, and we're just following the thread. <laughs> so we'll I see where it leads it. me. <laughs> I love it. And I love, you know, for our listeners, we bring you all sorts of things that you may or may not have heard of, or hopefully we're giving you information that you, maybe you've heard about something and we can provide some insight. But Cam, you're you're our living, breathing example. <laughs> like You're actually like the guinea pig for this thing. So we know what to expect. What do you say? Be an experiment of one? Yes, exactly. (laughs) So you are doing it for us and we really appreciate it. So we can't wait to find out after the whole month, we'll have to, even if we don't do a whole episode, we'll actually update the audience to say, you know, this is what happened because I think it's really cool. I just hope my brain works better. That would just be amazing if my brain works better. (laughs) Well, if that happens, I guarantee you all of our listeners are going (laughs) to run out and find somebody to prescribe this. Thanks for listening today. You can find us on Instagram at midlife.mamas. For all of our other contact info, check out the show description below, and we will talk to you next week.